Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics with your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. Lots to talk about today, gonna talk about the flash crash that happened on Friday, notable Pepe's going through the roof, a bunch of really cool art sales. Let's get right into it. First with a quick market overview. Volumes were down a fair bit. Again, I didn't get too excited when they got up. I don't get too worried when they go down because it's so much about airdrop farming. Blur is still completely dominant in terms of ETH volume market share, more than 80% over the past three days. Unique buyers were flat, so not much motion there. And prices were basically flat. You know, we had a huge crash on Friday, down really quickly, rebounded, you know, a little bit more rebound on Saturday. So overall, prices were basically flat. Coda's Cool Cat's up a bit. V Friends gutters down a touch. Mid caps also flat. A lot of strength, though, in Potatoes and Captains. Also, a kid called Beast rebounded. And I talked last week about how Valhalla went up a lot on Friday. You know, when they go up, sometimes they go right back down. Saw that rebound downwards uh, over the weekend. In terms of art blocks, pretty low volume. Only about four art blocks projects had volumes over 10 ETH in the past 24 hours. A little bit more over the past 72 hours. Want to look at some of the biggest sales over the past 72 hours. First, you know, when I look at these sales, these top two, I think, geez, these are a little bit low for these assets. A Fidenza sold for 65 ETH. Uh, a fuzzy squiggle for 15. Uh, this one uh, was a nice sale. The Harvest for 12.5. That was sold to 6529. And then a whole bunch of Meridian sold for 10 ETH, including that one in the lower right. In terms of what was hot, uh, Captains were hot again, pushed all the way up to above a 5 ETH floor. A little bit of news there, made some updates to their website, uh, which they describe on their Twitter. The other thing, and this was kind of crazy, was that they bid 999 ETH for the Golden Key. Uh, and that came after uh, Mongrel rejected a bid of 690 ETH for the Golden Key. It's interesting, you know, captains bought a bunch of bored apes. And I think what they like to do is take their treasury, their royalties, whatever they've made, and put it into different NFT assets. So interesting to see them doing this with the key. The other thing was the alien, an alien captain that's the highest tier of captains sold for 26.5 ETH. That was the highest sale of a captain ever. So a bit of movement there. Always fun to see those guys making moves. Story number two, Friday's flash crash. What do I mean by this? I'm going to start with this chart here. Okay, this chart I showed on the show on Friday, and it basically shows how Machi Big Brother had spent a lot of ETH on NFTs. If you don't remember, he was mainly the person who bought from OSF and Mando when they sold a bunch of board apes at 78 ETH. And he just kind of held for a couple days. Okay, now immediately after this chart, immediately after that show, this is what happened. Okay, Machi basically just completely unloaded, sold as many apes as he could, uh, just really kind of went back to flat. In doing so, he actually took a pretty huge loss in his portfolio. You can say this, are, this is realized gains and losses based on trades in Machi's portfolio since February 20th. And he was down something like over 2,000 ETH based on those trades. So it really got hurt by what happened with Amando and OSF buys. Uh, you, you, yeah, down to about 2,000 ETH. If you actually look at it relative to the airdrop farming, you know, on the first season, Machi made about 1.8 million blur, which is about $1.6 million in this loss that he's taken just over the past week. It's about 2,000 ETH of losses, which is over $3 million of losses. So really a pretty big hit here. Let's look what happened to the prices when he dumped them though. And you can see really just sent the aid. You know, this is median sales in yellow. You can see that the ape floor went from like 72 to below 60 temporarily. So just took whatever bids he could get. What ends up happening when all those other airdrop farmers kind of get hit with these apes is they lose their risk appetite, lose some of their ETH that they have in other bids. 
and really the entire ecosystem went down pretty sharply. This is a Zuki, you can see really kind of tanked at the same time. Here's Pudgy Penguins, you can see Pudgy Penguins tanked. It was really kind of happened across the board. What all three of these charts also have in common is that the price rebounded. Okay, so you had kind of a panic seller and then the price rebounded over time. I think there are a few things at play here. First of all, if you look at board apes over time, there are a lot of times where they kind of have these crashes, but there's always been, and this chart goes back to January 1st, 2022, always been a bit of demand when you get in that 50 to 60 range. There are a lot of people who love this brand and who want to buy these NFTs. The second thing, and I think that's true also for Azuki, Pudgies, a lot of the, the collections, but the second thing is the airdrop farming, you know, as long as Blur's market cap is in the multi-billion dollar range, you know, they've committed to 300 million Blur being given into the ecosystem over the next, over the next six to seven months. You know, that's still, they are going to be putting out based on this valuation, you know, one to 1.3 to $1.5 million per day. So I do think the airdrop farmers do come back when they see a lot of this panic and you see the market rally again. Now, yeah, so we'll see how this continues to play out. Never a dull moment here. Story number three, notable Pepe's go off. Just a quick reminder, notable Pepe's were this checks art that Vincent Van Doe sold as an open edition where he sold 237,800 of these open editions and raised over $1.6 million. He later said that each of those NFTs would be an access pass and a raffle spot for future cards that he would drop. Well, the cards started dropping in earnest. One dropped last week, but five of them dropped over the weekend. I believe on Saturday, uh, you can see here's the collection of eight. One of these is just a one of one that he owns, but five, the five new ones are all here. One that really stands out is this Pepe's chair, which has a current floor price of 4.4 ETH, only a hundred of those, but really all these prices did well, all of them trading above 0.5 ETH. The Notamoto card at 4.124 ETH, so really high prices. Also just want to talk about the drop from last week, which was these, which was these checks, it check with a Q, not checks as in the Jack Butcher checks, but as part of these, I think 2,000 were dropped, but Vincent Van Doe said that uh, for every new card that's dropped, the artist is going to have to buy one of these checks and burn it. So you're going to have a deflationary process with these checks. And those, you know, of the 1993 that are still left, you still have a 1.39 ETH floor. So interesting things going around this whole ecosystem, but a lot of money being made, prices all going up. I believe the min prices was 0.069. So all of these around 8 to 10 to, to more X versus where they minted. Now, if you look at the price to own the full set, you can see here it's already over 10 ETH. One thing I look, like to look at is the overall market cap. So if you add up all the supply, multiply it by the price, you know, how much is the market saying these, this entire collection is worth? Right now you're at 12,000 ETH, which is down from 14,000 ETH yesterday. Uh, but even with 12,000 ETH, you're at a $20 million market cap for this project. You can see most of that is concentrated in the original checks piece, but still just a ton of value being created here. Kind of crazy, if you look at 6529 cards, kind of the OG cards play meme card in the system, you know, this is already at more than one third the valuation of that. So interesting to see just how quickly this valuation has risen. You know, one thing I'm really curious about is the way that 6529 has kept the value of all those cards high is by giving all the cards utility. The more cards you own, the more likely you are to get allow list for future cards. Each of those future cards, if you're on that allow list, it has proven to be free money. If you own the whole set, there's a lot of value there. You know, with, with Vincent Mandel, what he's done is really place the currency in that first one, you know, in that initial checks piece where you keep it, you don't burn it. It's just more and more lottery tickets. So we'll be interesting to see how the value kind of utility is given to cards 
that are above that 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 first and the second one where we where we saw the burn mechanism. So very curious to see how it plays out. Congrats to everyone involved there. Though always fun to see uh, these products these projects work so well. Last story, my favorite part: notable sales. We have a lot of cool art sales, but first let's start with the PFP. This is Zuki Spirit. It's a Sakura. You can see those flowers flying around. Sold for 220 ETH. That is the fifth most expensive Azuki sale in ETH terms ever. Here are the four most expensive. You know, the three of the top four are male PFPs. The female PFP that Dingling owns for 275 ETH is the only one, only female that's ever sold above this one's price. Second thing to talk about, Vincent Van Doe bought this piece called Everything is Temporary by Joe Peace for 120 ETH on AOTM. Just a huge sale. Uh, Joe Peace, the, basically, this is a video. So I just have a screenshot here. And it's basically this person in all these different environments where the world's going on around him, just kind of passing him by, kind of gets that, that idea, everything is temporary. Go have a look. It's an interesting piece to experience for yourself. You know, Joe Peace is an Australian artist based in California. Says that skateboarding was the gateway through which he got into film and editing videos. And I saw an interview where he said this about NFTs. I just love exploring the creative process. And if that's received well in the NFT space, then that's great. So just making art, hoping people like it. He's had a few sales at 50 ETH, you know, one at 39, but you can see the one in the lower right. That's the one that just sold 120 by far his biggest sale of all time. So congrats to Joe uh, and congrats to VVD on that purchase. Second story to talk about, or second sale to talk about, Hounds by Rip Cash. We've talked about Rip Cash a fair bit. He had this piece displayed at a gallery in France, in Paris for NFT Paris. This went for 24 ETH. The buyer was Defiance Works, says this has been a hole in his collection, and he's just really excited to have it there. So congrats to Defiance Work. Other top Rip Cash sales, this matches his all-time high of 24 ETH, but then he's had other, other sales above 20 before, so exciting to see this. Third sale to talk about, First Breath by G Monk. I wasn't too familiar with this artist, but he has a really long track record, great sales going all the way back to 2021 in the NFT space, maybe even before that. But again, this is a very dynamic piece. You can see in this image, you know, this it's a video that has all these different motions that the piece goes through. He says, introducing first breath, the Genesis chapter of Inframunk is breathing, an infusion of something as basic as breath of life triggering at a cellular level, excavation through the lens of mutation. There's a lot going on there. This is above my head, but it's a cool piece of art. Go check it out. Congrats to him. Here are other sales that he's had. He has had a sale at 20 ETH, which is higher than where he's at right than this sale. But other than that, I believe this was his second highest sale of all time. Check out his work. Very cool stuff. And then lastly, an animation. I am Laura L. I am Laura L. I'm not exactly sure how it's supposed to be pronounced, but I'm just going with I am Laura L. Nine ETH sale. Really just kind of cool image illustration, you know, nostalgic, fun piece. We've talked about her before because she's had sales at 6.875, 5, 4.85, Batsup Yum. Uh, Vincent Van Doe, both collectors, I believe, of hers. But nice to see this kind of ladder higher. Last sale we talked about was 6.8. Now we're looking at a 9 ETH sale. That's all for me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have things you'd like us to do work on, things you'd like us to research, you know, data you'd like us to run, throw them in the comments. We'll look at it. Maybe we'll do it. I'd love to, to see what you're interested in. We'll be back tomorrow and every weekday with another show. Have a great day. <laughs>